Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast, this podcast, this podcast is Intel Enhanced. I don't think I can recall a time that I've ever been so grateful to see your face. Oh, really? I'm delighted because I'm in really good shape at the moment as well. I've got a suntan, I've trimmed my beard, my teeth are really nice and white. I mean, I really pulled out all the stops because I thought she's really going to want to see this in good shape today. Do you know what's funny? Uh-huh. Is when, I, when I was thinking about your Christmas stocking last year, uh-huh. I thought... Okay, what what does Michael really love? And one of the things that I thought about was teeth. Any are there any teeth related products that uh-huh. I can get you? Um, and I did get you some very nice floss. I've got it. It's in the in the. And I did. I got yeah. you the teeth whitening strips, which I found today. Did you? Somehow got left at our house. Yeah. Great. Um, I've all, we've had some complaints this week on Instagram about uh, about me eating uh, during the podcast. I, I hate it. Really? Well, I bring it up every yeah. week, and you've we, not you've not taken the bait. Well, you're not alone. Lots of people really went for me this week. They really went, Michael! Exclamation mark! Capital letters! Please. Stop eating. It is because I'll tell you what, it's if you listen to it, uh-huh. it is so enormously magnified. Is it? It is a little bit like when you, um, I, I always slightly dread when you buy a pack of, um, what are they called? Those hard candies that you really like. Jolly Rancher. The Jolly Rancher. Um, when oh. you buy a pack of Jolly Ranchers, and I, I'm very happy for you because I know that you like them. But it isn't just the, that bit. It's that they cl- also they click clack. on your teeth. They clack around. As you, as you move it around your mouth. It's and I don't, it doesn't, obje- I don't mind it at all. But I don't mind. But when you're on the phone and okay. everything's really magnified and all you can hear okay. is that clack, clack, clack. Okay. Well, it's, Actually, good to, it's good to know this stuff. Yeah, f- eating or sounds of eating. And also, did you know that it is a phobia? Well, clearly. I mean, some people are phobic to me eating. Um, people, But it's not just you eating, Michael. This isn't personal. Well, it, I've, taken it, I've taken opens, it personally. I've taken it very somebody personally. Somebody has a bag of crisps on a train or anything like that. These are people that will okay. have to move well, seats. You'll be pleased to know, uh, listeners, is that I, I've stopped eating during this podcast i've eaten right up to the point we started recording <laughs> and i've been eating something that is going to be one of my first reviews um or, or recommendations uh, as we, yes. we, we now we're now calling it yeah, yeah, yeah. now calling yeah. It. now i have seen these on the shelves in various supermarkets for quite some time everybody go grab a pen and paper you're going to need it yeah carry on 
So just for those of you who might not have listened to this before, this show is where me and the good lady, Davina McCall here, uh, recommend things to you that we have discovered that we think mm. should, that, that more people should know about. And it, mm-hmm. can be, it can be movies, it could be a drink, it could be a kitchen utensil, or it could mm-hmm. be a fruit. It could be a toothpaste, it mm-hmm. could be a pair of underpants. Uh, anything that we've stumbled across that we think yeah. that you might benefit from in some way, shape or form, we yeah. are going to recommend it to you. So this is the first one. I bought these the other day. Now, as you know, I like a KP nut. I like, yeah, you do. Uh, we, I mean, you and I. Uh, we, you and I we, both. We'd love to get sponsored by KP. We'd day. love, Just, they should, because we yeah, wang so, on about them. And a lot of people say that, you know, you must be sponsored by KP. We're not. Yeah, but it would be great. That or Xylus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got another there. I, I cooked with nothing but Xylus tonight, and I've taken a picture. So if you go on the Entail app, now you'll see that I made a, a dish tonight using the chopper, the mandolin, the garlic press, the spatula, and the saute pan. All of it. Have you, have you, are you talking about the pan that doesn't need the oil? Yeah. It's a game changer. Great, right? I yeah. love that pan. Yeah. I was going to talk about that pan. I've never seen anything like it on, with any other company. I feel like that is a sort of unique yeah. product to them. They should pay us. And you, don't need, you don't need any oil. Um, yeah, go and have we, a look at we, their website. We right? need to get sponsors. I've Do you think they sponsor tonight. people? Someone's got to sponsor us one day, right? I bloody hope so, yeah. I mean, everybody else, like literally everybody, they could have three listeners and they get sponsored. What's wrong yes. with us? What's going on, right? <laughs> Jesus. Not even, not, not even a, our respective hair product companies have offered <laughs> I mean, Jesus. We've done 23 podcasts. Yeah. And no one wants to sponsor us. Well, we did get an offer, actually, just before lockdown. But yeah, but then lockdown happened lockdown and they happened, it threw it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jesus. So, KP Nuts. What is it? What this is, is it? This is Come you. on, tell me. It is. I'm holding this up to the FaceTime camera yeah. so you can see. Yeah. You might have seen these anyway and know about these. Oh, well, I have. But you know what? I can't, I can't go near them. I'm just taking a picture. I can't go near them because I think they're just covered in sugar. I mean, Jesus, they're amazing. So these are, are they, KP Honey Roast Nuts. Honey Roast Peanuts. Um, let me find uh, out. Uh, second ingredient, so peanut per, sugar. Per, per 30 grams is 179 calories, which is about the same as a bag of crisps, actually. It's not that much. Um, so energy um, per 30 gram serving. Yeah. You just know, read, just read, just read Fat, me the ingredients. Grams. Uh, which saturates only 2.2 grams. That's all right. Carbohydrates of what sugars. So uh, the ingredients are peanuts, 86%, sugar and sunflower <laughs> oil and honey, 1.5%, and then glucose syrup, salt stabilizers. Oh, and, glucose syrup. I mean, these are amazing. So I was sat watching a movie last night with Sonny and he looked at it. He said, are they any good, those things? And I said, well, try one. And he tried one. And he went, Bloody hell, it's like an entire box of crunchy nut cornflakes all in your mouth at oh, the same time. What an amazing is... description. Yeah, and I was like, that's what it is. They're like crunchy nut cornflakes. <laughs> but I tell you, if you, hadn't, if you people uh, hadn't kind of chastised me for eating, uh, I would just be eating these endlessly. Yeah, and, but it, can, I, can I just tell you, it's not you people, it's me as well. It's like, yeah, I you people, the you minority. Well. I feel like it is horrible speaking okay, okay. and talking. 
So the other thing I want to mention about these is, yes. one, that they're brilliant. They're only resealable bag and all of that stuff, although you'll eat them all in one sitting, so don't worry about that. Um, yeah. they're, a good, they're a good source of protein, right? So they're good for the old bodybuilders. And um, look at my muscles. I've just had a look at that. Just Yeah, that's really, hang on, let me just take another picture of that because that is hot. I just worked out yeah. tonight, yeah. I um, only took a picture of the muscle there. I'm really happy with that. Good. Um, yeah. But the pièce de la résistance, is that right? Pièce de, de, de résistance. Pièce de, de résistance. What is that? No? Is that not good? It's better. Pièce de résistance. Sounds like you're taking the piss. No, not at all. I'm trying to do a very authentic French accent. Yes. 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 De. De. Résistance. Résistance. What I love is peanut dust, which, as you know, is Jibuddy D. Jibuddy G, yeah. favorite thing. But I love peanut dust. I love peanut dust from salty peanuts. The peanut dust from dry roasted peanuts is off the charts. But the peanut dust from the KP honey roast nuts. Right. Jeez. It's just um, it's unbelievable. Unreal. Unbelievable, yeah. Imagine so, sprinkling that on crunchy nut. Well, I'm gonna. I'm not. I don't. I don't need to imagine it. I'm gonna do it. I've got crunchy nuts. So I'm gonna do it for breakfast because it's salty Amazing. and sweet, and then all the peanut. Salty and sweet. Yeah, I mean it's just nuts. Ah! See what I did? Ah! Yeah, good. So I have got the yin to your yang. Okay. I'm, I have I'm a excited. new. I have a new snack to tell you about. Okay. Um. And I got it from my um, purveyor of all things health, um, food-wise, and that is Anna McDonald. Mm -hmm. I went around to her house today. She's my friend. She's a very healthy person, and she's always trying new things. Every time I go around to her house, there's some kind of new interesting culinary device or thing to eat or um she's always kind of sending me things she's always thinking about things that we could talk about on the podcast anyway these are called lotus bites i've just taken a picture and we'll oh yeah great yeah and i like the look of them because i thought oh well to me i love popcorn and they've got the same um kind of They've got the same like light fluffiness as popcorn has. It feels like a, it's basically a popped and roasted lotus seed. Right. So it, it has that very light, crisp, crunchy taste to it. Okay. Um, and they come in a little sachet. The sachet weighs 17 um, grams. And per 17 gram serving, it's 76 calories. 17 grams is 76 calories. Yes. That's a lot, right? Well, I guess like in your 17 grams, you feel like you're eating a lot. You feel like you're eating a pack of KP nuts because it's, it's big. Okay. And fluffy. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, you feel satisfied after 17 grams of that. And um, mm. it, is, it feels very healthy in a way that possibly the, sh the honey roasted... Peanuts. Aren't. Peanuts don't okay. feel healthy. And is um, it sweet or savory? Is it savory? Savory. Okay. It's quite savory, but it is absolutely delicious. Um, and it says uh, suitable for vegans, gluten free, dairy free. And um, oh, this is in fact sweet chili. I'm just having a look to see mm. 
how they make it sweet. And it is only with poppy lotus seeds, rice bran oil, salt, yeast extract, garlic powder, onion powder, paprika extract, tomato powder. It's all natural stuff, no sugar. Wow. Yeah. And it is, they are delicious and quite fun. And I've got a feeling that might be the new fad thing. Oh, do you think it might? You know, we've had, well, we've had quinoa chips, lentil chips, um, (laughs) you know, hummus chips. I see no reason why lotus seed, you know, lotus bites couldn't be a new thing. Is lotus a flower? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Very nice. Um, and um, I might see you soon. So could you, have you got any of these for me to try? I've eaten them all, but I, <laughs> I, will, get, I will get you. Yes, I'll get you some more. And Please, we can post great. a yeah. little post um, review of what you thought of them. Yeah, that would and, be good. Um, honey roasted. Yeah, I quite fancied trying some of the honey roasted, although I shouldn't really, because what happens with me is it clicks into my sugar addiction. I get so into it. Yeah. I will devour an entire pack. Um, yes. In one sitting. Yeah, I know. I've seen you go through uh, three things. Yeah, it's quite I've frightening. It's, it's, un- it's unbelievable. Quite scary, it's like, right? it's like, a, like you're possessed or something. I am. Like the... Do I frighten you a bit when I do that? I, I do yeah. think about that sometimes. I think, do I? Jesus, I'm really plowing through this stuff here, you know. <laughs> I had four bars of Caramac and now I've got one third of one left. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't, I don't attack your caramel. No, you don't, you don't. And I I'm not that say, bad. I've, I've eaten a half a bar of caramel tonight, and I think it is worth pointing out to people, if you've never had a caramel before, they're not dead easy to get hold of caramels. You can buy them as single bars in Sainsbury's. You can buy them in a three-pack in Wilco's. And you can get them at slightly more um, independent shops, but mm. they're difficult to get hold of. If you've never had Sainsbury's a Sainsbury's the only place around here. If you've never had a caramel, people... Um, and you like a bit of chocolate and you've got a bit of a sweet tooth. The caramac is deadly. It's so good. I don't even know what you could compare it to. It's like condensed milk, I suppose. It's I made you po- quite possibly the greatest cupcake you've ever eaten for your birthday. You did, yeah. It, it was a caramac cupcake. A caramac cupcake. Yeah, it was brilliant. And um, I, yeah, anyway, let's carry on. Um, so I posted uh, a thing on our making the cup page this week of the of grind the coffee that you bought me for my book yes there's a yes. few people that said hang on a second you you talked about a coffee grinder the other day uh, and this wasn't it wasn't the idea that, that it was a, the coffee grinder or grind you can use grind in the coffee grinder that i bought but i, I did just want to point out so th- this is this is the the coffee that uh, yes the, it's pre-ground this stuff but I did just want to give it a mention. You talked about grind before, but I think you talked yes. about it in one of the live podcasts, not one of the actual podcasts. Because I thought I, I talked about it. In yeah, one well, of I the thought you did, but podcasts. I went back through all the podcasts to see if I could find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere on the Intel app. So I'm thinking we did it in a oh, live. Because the thing that's so amazing about them is that the pods are decomposable, de- are compostable. Sorry. Yes. Um, but the taste of that coffee is so it's good. So good. It's the best it's coffee so I've tasted. And I've tried all of them, you know, and I've ground my own beans, as the saying goes. And, uh, you know, I've tried all the usual coffee places and then all the other stuff that Sainsbury's and Waitrose has to offer. But that stuff's really good. So I would definitely recommend you give it a blast. And Grind have certainly not asked us to say that in any way, shape or form. But I, I actually go to bed at night feeling quite excited about getting up in the morning to drink. <laughs> I mean, I genuinely well, do. I lie there thinking, amazing. Oh, I've got coffee. Yeah, I mean, 
the aficionado, the coffee aficionado in this family is Holly, my oldest yes. daughter. And she is like absolutely um, just goes on and on about the house blend of grind. And that's what it is. They also do a um, decaf. Uh, yes, they do do a decaf. It's um, just really nice. So I've got this one called the house And blend. an espresso. There's uh, only okay. three blends. Is there? There's yes. house blend, espresso house blend. and decaf. Well, the house blend's bloody lovely. So I would yeah. recommend that. If you like coffee and you're thinking about treating yourself to something uh, a little bit um, different and it's online and all of that jazz. But go and follow them on very, Instagram. I definitely talked about them because they're a very nice brand and they started from nothing. They're yes. a little coffee shop. They're, they're like, go and have a look at their um, website because they, yes. they talk a little bit about their story on there. And I always think it's rather nice when you get to know the background of a business that you're buying from and they just yeah. seem like really genuinely nice people. Possibly one of the most useful things that I could talk about here is Esther Perel. <sighs> and okay. Esther Perel um, is, um, uh, now I've got to get it right because I want to make sure that I don't give her the wrong job. Psychotherapist. Um, it's different from a psychologist, Holly pointed out to me today. Yes. Um, she is 62. She's Belgian. And this is a, a, a sentence that I wrote down when I was writing the notes. And I thought, my God, this is so good. I need to read it out to somebody. I read it out to Holly and we both mm. sat there and we ruminated over this sentence for a while. And that was, Esther Perel explores the tension between the need for security and the need for freedom in human relationships. Okay, it's very interesting. Very. And I, I, it's the use of the word tension, because that is what it feels like. It is that, because that's exactly, what, that's exactly how I feel. Mm. Like, I, I really want security. I crave security, almost above all else, like love and security, to feel safe and secure and loved. But at the same time, I don't want to be like, I want to be able to breathe and everything. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I want to um, like all the time be just kind of close yeah. to the people that I love. But I have to let them go. Mm -hmm. it, it's so interesting. We, I discussed this in terms of, because obviously Holly's about to go to university. So we discussed a bit about like empty nesting mm -hmm. and about that feeling of, being secure that your mother loves you but at the same time knowing that you have to yes you have to leave and it is it's a tension that's such a great word for it it's a yeah it's i mean it's a it's a it's a contradiction as well because they they're not they're not compatible these two things no, freedom and not. security they're she completely talks a lot about incompatible that. yeah and we want them so both she, mm. so she um uh, there's, a, there's a bit of blurb about her and it says love um, she did a, in fact she did a four part series in lockdown which I'm really really sad I've only learned about now because if, if I'd have been able to share it with everybody at the beginning of lockdown I think yeah. well, it, could have been, it could have been very helpful for people but um, especially for couples that are locked down together or married mm -hmm. couples or people you know when you've been with somebody for a very long time and suddenly you're in lockdown together and your husband's not going to work or your wife's not going to work and you're stuck together in the same house nonstop with your kids. It's, it's like a boiling pot of stress yeah. for some people. 
And uh, it says here, love, loss, loneliness, and a pinch of humor under lockdown. A four-part four part series on the new relational normal during the virus. So if you go onto her website, what you can do is click onto her full workshop archive, and you can go back over and um, re-listen to these because they were live. You had to sign up to kind of listen to Esther Perel talking live but she has got them recorded and you can go and listen to them. In particular, mm -hmm. there is one that I think you can listen to not in lockdown. Okay. We are, let's all easing up on lockdown now. And workshop three is how to live with prolonged uncertainty and anticipatory grief. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's coming. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. God, like, Mm. Even, I mean, just the phrases using that word tension at the beginning. And I mean, I sat there for sort of five minutes just chewing over that anticipatory mm. grief is just the most. Yeah, it's a great phrase. I, I mean, I, I have that a little bit with my dad. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm grieving, sure. I'm grieving yeah. the loss of, yeah. of my father, but he's not dead. Mm. He's there, but I, because he's got Alzheimer's, I feel like he's going. So... I feel like this prolonged uncertainty and anticipatory grief is talking about the lockdown and about us not knowing where we're going and how long we're going. You know, yes. we don't know where we're going, which is, which is really frightening. Mm -hmm. You know, especially people, I mean, there are people that are furloughed and they have still have 80% of their wages, which I know is very difficult, but there are a lot of freelance people out there. I mean, people in my industry, cameramen, um, floor managers, people like that who are me. freelance, who have, no, well, and me, yeah. but I mean, I'm, I'm in a fortunate position because I can put food on the table, but these are friends of mine. They've got families and kids and everything. And they could like, literally they've just gone from working yeah. to nothing with no way of getting any money from anywhere. Mm -hmm. And, that's really frightening. So anyway, she's, she does these amazing workshops. Um, so what was the workshop, phrase, sorry? Anticipatory grief. And anticipatory grief. So okay, we, we could be grieving. There are a lot of things that we could be grieving. Mm. What do you think we could be grieving after lockdown's finished? Who, me? Is that a question to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. crikey, yeah. I mean, well, I think, I think that, that, that the idea that my job won't exist in the same way that it did before March the 24th, you know, like I had a rough idea what I would earn each year. And if I could look at my books mm. and say, well, over the last 10 years, I've consistently earned X amount of money every year for those 10 years. What mm. next year might look like, I have literally no idea. It could halve, my income could halve. Yeah. And, and there would be anticipatory grief about that for sure. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, I can feel that bubbling, bubbling away because, um, I'm getting booked for work, but it's for work that I was paid for in January, weirdly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was work I was supposed to do in February and March, which I never got around to doing. Mm. So I am getting booked to work, but I'm not getting booked to paid uh, to get mm. paid. Uh, so that, that's a bit of a worry. So I'm, I'm slightly nervous about, about, well, all sorts of things, really. you know, And the fact that I've got to wear a bloody visor when I do someone's hair. I'm not looking forward to that at all. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, that's a small thing, really, in many ways. But yeah, I mean, it's mainly just, you know, the knock. But is that what I'm? Is that is there anything that you will grieve the loss of? Like, or has lockdown all been a nightmare for you? 
when you say grief, the loss. I mean, of... I'm, my anticipatory grief for me is that I, I had my three children. I've, I've started grieving. My, my oldest is basically, you know, she's, she's like, well, kind of, yeah. She's yeah. just got, she's got her car and yeah, she's gone. And, you know, I loved having us all together for every meal and I knew that she mm. was with me. Yeah. I just think it's quite interesting that there are, there are a couple of things, although I'm desperate to get back to normal life, that I'm going to miss. <clears throat> and I'm surprised about that. Oh, well, I don't have any anticipatory grief about lockdown ending. Um, no, I'm, I, I want it to end as soon mm. as it possibly can. Mm. Uh, not just for financial reasons, but for my own mental health, I think I need yeah. to get back uh, to some structure. It was that, well, it's interesting, that idea about freedom and security is that I, there's mm. too much freedom for me in lockdown. Mm. And that is not good for me. I need... No. Um, routine regimen. I, I need some routine and I need mm. some desirable goals that I can at least mm. achieve um, because it's not good for me, this. No. Do you know what I thought about today mm. is that... Um, my brain literally turned to mush when there was nothing to think about mm -hmm. except for getting the food, cleaning the house and feeding yeah. the children, and, uh, but only inside my house. Because if I was a housewife and we weren't in lockdown, I'd have tons of stuff to think about because mm -hmm. I'd be going out, I'd be organizing stuff, I'd be you know, doing things out and about, blah, blah, yeah. blah, busy, busy. But my life just went to tiny and my brain literally went to mush. And today I thought... I have had a terrible day of yes. everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. I was extremely busy. I'm still working. It's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, I've got to get crazy. up tomorrow. God, some godforsaken hour and film all day tomorrow. But my brain is back. Okay. On it. Like I've suddenly yeah. clicked into gear mm -hmm. and I suddenly thought, oh, I'm doing five things at the same time right now. Mm -hmm. And... I could not have done that five weeks ago. Okay. You just, you just went too mushy, right? I mean, like, and there's yeah, the somebody whole... said, if somebody gave me another task mm -hmm. on top of the task that I was doing that day, I'd have a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm already doing this, but in a normal situation, it'd be like, yeah, no worries. Give me 45 yeah. minutes. I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm the same. And I, I think, you know, work breeds work and energy mm. breeds energy and mm. all of that stuff. And if you're getting up at, at 7.30, eating breakfast, going to work, it's amazing mm. what you can get done through the day. But you leave me floundering around at home. I'll do nothing all day very easily. And uh, it's not good. But do loads, but nothing. Yeah. And it's, her mm. it's terribly depressing at the end of the day to realize you've achieved yes, very it little. Is. And give yourself five days on the run with that. And uh, you're in a hole uh, that's not that easy to climb out of. Well, obviously, uh, I need to talk about one more thing yeah. um, because workshop what? four is about uh, is there room for pleasure in the midst of a crisis? And Esther Perel is a couples counsellor. So when she's talking about pleasure, um, I think she's talking about sex. Um, and yeah. that is really... Yeah. No, I mean, I know that's what she's talking oh, about. Oh, okay, okay. Perel's like, Esther Perel's like the sexy lady. Like she, okay. she loves talking about sex. And... Um, that is also interesting. Like, your, what would happen to your libido in a crisis? Is there room for pleasure in a crisis? Like, I reckon, I, do you think people's libido must get crushed in a crisis? I don't really know about that. I think 
it's probably horses for courses. I mean, I wonder if there's mm. any, any data on it because it's that idea about like lots of people have sex after a funeral or something where mm. Mm. you need to connect. There's some, yeah, there's something about that. And mm. actually, you know, a crisis might. Is that a thing? I can imagine it's a that thing. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Well, even if you take it to a biological level, which is one in, one out, like somebody's just yeah. died, so you, you have to go and create another baby, you know, like oh, that would be a desire. For my God. Yeah, you like that? Huh? I love that. Yeah. That's so, so weird. But I've met a few people that said, oh, you know, I went to my dad's funeral or whatever and, and then soon made a baby out of the thing. <laughs> yeah, we, me and my husband went and had sex. And I think, yeah, it probably makes sense. It must be quite my God. Kind of desire or urge to do that. Um, so maybe there's something like that in the lockdown. Very quickly, yes. the, and other, another thing for Esther Perel, if you, if you want to kind of, um, she's, she's written loads of books and they really are amazing. All of her books are very interesting, um, but her podcasts are extraordinary. And she's had an extremely successful run of three series um, or seasons, as the Americans like yes, to call it, of, um, of Where Shall We Begin, which is... That's right, yeah. ...really fascinating couples counselling um, session that she she has with a couple, and she knows a bit about their background when they arrive, but they come to her, they are completely anonymous on the show, no names or anything, but she spends one hour with them and unpicks... Um, the problem that they come to her with. And it's all problems of all shapes and sizes. Yes. You don't need to be in a relationship to find it interesting. It's She's absolutely fascinating to listen to and cuts through um, sort of topics and subjects with such a matter-of-fact bluntness, but truth. It's She's genius. She's also done a new podcast called How's Work. And the. Um... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Episodes are worth a little mention because uh, some of the topics are really interesting. So um, separated at home, but still together at work. So um, that was talking to a husband and wife team. Yeah. Worked together, then separated, and then carried on working together. Mm-hmm. Then there was the boss, the client, and the hairdresser. They've been hairdressers for many years in a job that feels like a cross between salesperson and therapist. They vie for new clients and commissions while absorbing the anxieties, frustrations, and burdens of their regulars. How each handled this balance is a study in contrasts. Wow, that's you, interesting. You'd love to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Stuck in a job for years. 
episode seven. She's been unhappy in her job for more, to, more than 20 years. She doesn't know how to leave. Her sister, a successful entrepreneur, wants to help, but this only makes her feel less than. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Um, from bartender to business partner, um, you're inching me out. That's another one. Laid off and starting over. That would be a really helpful one to listen to. Yeah. From yeah. December the 3rd, uh, 2019. Not many men work with their mums. Um, sex work, the unofficial resume. Uh, and the breakup. Um, how to, you know, when a, when a business partner wants to not yes. work with that business partner anymore. So if you're in any kind of business of any sorts, she's mm. got some really helpful um, topics on that podcast too. She's got a great voice as well, right? I mean, she's really oh, good to listen to. Yeah. It's so I, good. I, I've listened to a lot of her podcasts uh, two mm. or three years ago, um, especially the... Um, Where do we begin? Where do we begin? Yeah, I've listened to a lot of them. They're very, very good. And, you know, your own relationship doesn't have to be in crisis to to listen to them. There's lots of things you can take from them to maintain healthy relationships and all of that Mm. stuff. They're really good. Uh, I'm really glad you brought her up because I'd forgotten a bit about her. You know, like you drift off, Mm. don't you? And then every so often you go, oh, my God, yeah, I remember her. When we did our um, live podcast this week, uh, there was a lady on there been a bit low and you know she thought everybody hated her and whatnot and then my our good friend Andy had suggested she get in touch with this company called Calm um so I, I did a bit of research on Calm uh, weirdly because it, it it links into something I'm going to review in a minute um but Calm is a, a charity and Calm stands for the campaign against living miserably uh, oh, I did not know that. Yes, so it's called. I the, thought it was like a sleep app or something. Ah, right. I think it probably is what one of those. But um, it's um, Calm is a, a leading movement against suicide. Um, oh. uh, so if you're feeling on the brink, or you're feeling very low, or you're prone to uh, feeling depressed, then there's um, a number you can ring, and there's a web chat you can do. They've got lots of counsellors on there, and one thing or another. Can we put the number on our blurb or... Yeah, I'll definitely put the number on the blurb when I, when I post this on Friday. And um, if you go on the Entail app now, that'll send you to uh, thecalmzone.net, which is their website. And you can have a little mm-hmm. look about uh, the history of this uh, place. Um, it's A lot of it's centred around men because uh, men seem to suffer um, slightly more than women when it comes to suicide. But uh, mm-hmm. it is saying that this is a page for everybody. So it's not specifically for men. It's certainly for yeah. everybody. But did you know, I mean, I didn't know this, but it is amazing reading this, that the biggest threat to my life right now is me. I'm more likely to die at my own hand than of mm. any other illness or disease or cancer mm. or anything at like that. At your age? Uh, yeah, 45. It is an age thing. Mm. Mm frightening that isn't it and you know what i'm really worried about is this lockdown and Mm. what it's done to people's mental health Mm. and finances and finances must be often a huge reason yes for people's mental health really suffering you know not being able to provide and all the rest of it Mm. 18 deaths a day from suicide a day every day in the uk oh my god that's so sobering. Outrageous, isn't it, that? So they do a lot of uh, stuff uh, on there. So go and have a little look at that. And um, I've been told by various sources and people who work in this sector that it is mm-hmm. a brilliant platform list to go and, and ask for help. The counsellors on there are supposed to be superb. 
Um, oh, that's thank but, you. Um, yeah, that's all right. And there's some great little YouTube videos and stuff like that. It's been heavily associated with comedy, so lots of comedy actors are ambassadors for Calm, and they've made lots of funny videos and stuff like that. There's a very close link, I think, between depression and comedy. It would seem. Yes. Um, so the, the, a lot of comedians have got involved in it, but. It was essentially um, one of its very first patrons and trustees and somebody who got it off the ground was a chap called Anthony H. Wilson. Now, you might remember Anthony H. Wilson. Yeah, well, he was also called Tony Wilson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he owned uh, Factory Records. Yeah. He's a legend. A total legend, right? Yeah, yeah. So um, he, for those of you who don't know Anthony H. Wilson, he was a broadcaster and a writer based in Manchester. And he was like a, a bit, he hosted a show called Nationwide, which you might remember, but the one show is based on Nationwide. I don't know if you know that or not. Nationwide was yeah. a Granada TV thing. Um, it was based in the North, but it was about Britain as a whole. And Anthony H. Wilson was one of these reporters that would go and report from all sorts of different places. Like he'd go hang gliding in the Lake District and, and then do a report on squirrels in, you know, in Cheltenham or whatever. You know, like it, it was for these funny reports, but he became this quite big celebrity there. And his life kind of turned in all sorts of different directions, but he had a real obsession with music. And he created a music label, which uh, originally signed Joy Division, that went on to be yeah. order. It signed the Happy Mondays, it signed James. And that whole Manchester scene of the 1990s was, was orchestrated, really, by him. Now, if you want to know a bit more about uh, Anthony H. Wilson and that story, which is well worth a read, by the way, because he, he studied at Cambridge, and um, uh, which was something, you know, which was an enormous leap for someone like him to go and do. And then what he went on to, to go on and do with his life is bloody brilliant. But it was captured in a film um, directed by Michael Winterbottom, starring Steve uh, Coogan. 24-Hour Party People. It's called 24-Hour Party People, which was a famous Happy Mondays song. And it goes through the ins and outs of Anthony Wilson's life. Manchester, birthplace to the railways, the computer, the bouncing bomb. In 1976, if you wanted to see the most exciting bands in the world, they were on a regional show coming out of Manchester. My show. I'm Tony Wilson. June the 4th, the Sex Pistols play Manchester for the very first time. There are only 42 people in the audience. Inspired, they will go out and perform wondrous deeds. For instance, behind me are Stiff Kittens, later to become Joy Division. And finally to become New Order. That's John the Postman. He's a postman. Have you watched it recently? Uh, no, I haven't watched it since it came oh, out. Oh, can we watch it together? On oh, when, without, when am I going to see you Saturday? Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. So it's, it was, came out in 2002. Um, just to give you a little IMDb uh, list. I mean, the cast is fantastic. Oh, can, please, can we watch it all together? Because this is literally, this was my life. Yeah. Well, it was my life as well. This is centred around uh, the 80s running into the 90s. Now, I used to go to Hacienda from about 1989 to about 1993. So I, I went a couple of times. I would have gone there when Anthony Wilson was there. And I would yeah. often go with Nick Hucknall DJing and stuff like that. I mean, it was, oh my it was God. absolutely crazy. So um, they, I think they managed to shoot quite a bit of it in the Hacienda before it was turned into a bunch of flats. So I think there's some original footage in there. It scores 7.3 on IMDb. Came wow. out in 2002. But let me just give you some of the cast uh, list that's in it because it's quite, I mean, Andy Serkis is in it. 
Steve Kukin, John, John Thompson, Paddy Considine, John Sim, uh, Dave Gorman, Ralph Little. Um, wow, Marky Ralph Smith, Little. Peter Kay, Rob Bryden. Wow. Uh, Simon Pegg. I mean, it is like the who's who <laughs> of anyone in the Norfolk area. Alan Partridge joked you there. Um, <laughs> uh, I got it. Yeah, good, good. God, um, are you excited? So that... That movie, which I love, and watch the trailer for it. I mean, Coogan does a brilliant job of being Anthony Wilson. Um, I mean, he's good at accents anyway, but you can sometimes tell Coogan is just being Coogan pretending to be someone. Coogan. He really embodies yeah. uh, the, the character of Anthony H. Wilson. And it's funny. I mean, it's considered a, a, a comedy drama, so there's lots of good laughs in it. But this introduced me really to Michael Winterbottom as a director. And mm -hmm. uh, look, uh, anyone who's watched The Trip will know that The Trip has, was directed by Michael Winterbottom. And The Trip was originally shot as a series of films, not a series of half-hour programs. Mm -hmm. Because Coogan and Rob Bryden had done something called A Cock and Bull Story, uh, which was uh, this film that they never thought they'd be able to make a film out of. It's slightly odd, but there's moments in it where Coogan and Bryden are, are being themselves and, and riffing on playing Al Pacino and Michael Caine. And that's what where the trip was born out of. Anyway, this is a long-winded way of saying that I watched Greed this week, which is the new Michael Winterbottom film starring Steve Coogan, playing a character based on Philip Green. We've been working on this party for over a year. He wants it to repair his reputation. It's all about image. The super yacht, the models. It's all part of a brand. How bad is it? You know one reads the mail online. It's cleavage clickbait. Yeah, it said I'm the tit this time. How much is it based on Philip Green? Well, he's not called Philip Green in it, for instance, but right. there, are, there are things in it, which, like the select committee appearance that he did. Do you remember the appearance he did? Yes. Where that guy looks at him and he said, would you mind stop looking at me, please? I don't like you looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a really weird thing because you're at a, a select committee there to give information by a bunch of lawyers and MPs, one thing or another, who are kind of quizzing you about why you've stolen the pension pot from British home stores. In the middle of it, he says to somebody, do you mind not staring at me, please? To one of the people on the panel questioning him. Yeah. I, just, I can't believe that the guy didn't say, yeah, I, I will stare at you if you don't mind. I mean, Jesus Christ, what do you but think you're that, here for? It did... Is that actually historically fact? Oh, you can watch Philip Green say that to somebody on the YouTube. Oh, yeah. On the I YouTube. Mean, yeah. I mean, it's so embarrassing. It's, it's shocking. But it does go into some detail about how he, how he manipulated the money throughout his businesses. Yeah. How he, he drew dividends, which were loans essentially lent to the company based on remortgaging the properties that Topshop and Dorothy mm. Perkins were in and all these other companies that he owned. So it's, mm. it's a lot like that, but he doesn't see himself as breaking the law. He sees it as a kind of an entrepreneurial idea embedded right. in what was, I guess, 80s culture of Thatcher's Britain and yuppies and all of that stuff. He's just a kind of overthrow from that decade, really. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. Coogan does a great job on him. It's not a brilliant film, but I know somebody who works directly for Philip Green and said, the film's not enough. Like, Philip Green's worse than everything in that film. Really? He's much, like, the parties are more disgusting. He's got, he's got more money and spends it in a much more vulgar way than they've ever managed to capture in there. Like, 
he's much worse than Coogan portrays him. So I don't know whether that's the kind of downfall of the film, that they just don't go far enough with it or what. But um, what I would do is I'd definitely watch it. It's funny. Um, um, who's David Mitchell's in it is brilliant. Stephen Fry's in it. There's loads of good... We love David guests. Mitchell. We love David Mitchell. And he plays... Don't we? Like, literally... Yeah. He could be in anything. Oh, yeah, I'd watch it. And he away. is brilliant. It's a and bit like got... Simon Pegg. I feel yeah. like that's about Simon Pegg. Me too. Uh, his name's on the credits. I'll watch it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so um, I would definitely give it a, a go. But what I would do also is once you've watched that, there's a, there's a kind of wormhole you can get into to do with the relationship between Steve Coogan and Michael Winterbottom. And there's a whole series of films. He did another one called The Look of Love which is about um, Paul Raymond from Raymond's Review Bar in Soho. You know, the king, the porn king of Soho? Yeah, very well. Coogan. Well, I mean, I don't, not that well. I didn't mean... <laughs> How well do you know Paul Raymond? Yeah, very well, very well. Um, they used to go to lots of tranny bars because he used to own... Yes, I mean, um, he owned all those strip clubs, right? All those strip clubs and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I used to go to, like, I had a few friends that were in shows down there. But that's another great film that those two have made together. And of course, mm -hmm. the 24-hour party people. So mm -hmm. I guess this was a recommendation really for, for that relationship between Steve Coogan and Michael Winterbottom. Well, Not, can I just say, this was a yeah. lovely wormhole you've just taken us down. Ah, good. And it all started with, it's with, lovely stumbling, with stumbling across the charity calm. Yeah, I mean, that's a really interesting way that all of those things are intertwined. Mm. Um, do you know, I also think that um, if those products that we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast uh, don't sponsor us, I think Steve Coogan should. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd love, I'd love that. It would be great. If you are still in lockdown and you're away from someone you love and, you know, you've done lots of FaceTime, you've done lots of Zoom calls and it is quite exhausting, but you just miss those little moments of connection. There is an app that you and I have played. Um, and I discovered it the other day and I just thought, my God, I haven't done this for so long and I enjoy it so much. And mm -hmm. that is Words with Friends. <gasps> okay. This is like Scrabble. I mean, right? it's basically Scrabble in an app. Yeah. And what is so nice is when you see the little notification come up in the corner of the app and you know that your friend, mother, granny has done a word it's so fun and you get there and they've done a really good word and you're really annoyed and you've got rubbish letters and sometimes yeah. it'll take you three nights mm -hmm. to figure out um you'll very quickly figure out the people you don't want to play with who are just too good my brother-in-law in australia jack yeah he's too good you're very good you're annoyingly good but you you're extremely kind to me yeah well um because i don't think i've ever won ever really no okay I mean, what's interesting about this game is why Scrabble haven't, haven't just engulfed them. Like, it's Scrabble, but Words with Friends have obviously yeah. done their own version of it. And that's yeah. what's taken off online. You don't, people don't yeah. say, do you want to play online Scrabble? They go Words with Friends, no. don't they? It's a really yeah. interesting thing. That, that and what's quite clever about the app is that they also match, make, match, make you, match you with people who are of a similar ability to you, ah. which I quite like. So they will take your Facebook friends, for example, and anybody in your Facebook friends who's playing words with friends and they see that they're of a similar ability to you. Okay. They'll go, what well, have you tried playing with Sarah? Mm. Which is like a really nice idea because sometimes it'll be a friend that, Oh, I haven't spoken to her for ages. I'll send her a game or something nice. like that. But anyway, if you're missing somebody in lockdown, um, 
and you know you don't want to just FaceTime them all the time words mm -hmm. with friends is a really nice way of sort of still communicating yes I mean I got to know my brother-in-law I felt quite close to my brother-in-law and it was something that I was I was playing with him not with my sister it was kind of a chance for me to communicate with him in a different way anyway so I can't recommend that high enough the other Thing that I would like to talk about, which is actually a warning. Mm. Um, that I, I, my daughters were howling with laughter the other day. <gasps> yes. And okay. yes. they went on a website <clears throat> called omegle.com. O-M-E-G-L-E.com. If you are a parent and you have children under the age of 16, you need to you need to be checking their their computers that they are not going on omegle because this is the most dangerous site i have ever seen right so let me explain what it's called is it's omegle it's the whole strap line is talk to strangers so red fucking excuse my language flag right there yeah um so you it's like playing roulette you sort of spin the wheel so you Press um, enter and your face is there on the camera. I'm just doing it now. Are you? <laughs> just having a little look. Yeah. How many penises have you seen? Well, I, I, I mean, I've just gone on to omegle.com. So I, you I won't get penises because you're a, you're a boy. So obviously I've got girls. I think you put in the fact that you're a girl and you want to talk to boys. Uh -huh. And you press the thing. And this morning, Tilly showed it to me. I sat down. I sat down off camera. She was on camera. Out of the five people that she hit, bearing in mind it's 10 o'clock in the morning, two of them were just pictures of men's groins with a stiffy yeah. wanking. Yeah. It was, it was the most um, <laughs> explicit, horrific thing. I have, I'm like... Oh my God. I mean, obviously Tilly thinks it's really funny, but yeah. if it was, if it was a 14 year old girl, I would be genuinely really, really worried. Are you on it now? I'm just having a look at it. Yeah. So I'll read you the blurb, everybody. So yeah. Omegle is a great way to meet new friends, even while practicing social distancing. When you use Omegle, we mm. pick someone else at random and let you talk one-on-one. -on -one. To help you stay safe, chats are anonymous, unless you tell someone who you are, not suggested, and you can stop the chat at any time. Predators have been known to use Omegle, so please be careful. If you prefer, you can add your interests. Now, there are two options. One, you can, it says video is monitored, keep it clean. And then it says 18 well, plus only. And then it says adult, you can click on the adult bit, or there's a section called the unmoderated section. And the unmoderated section, when you click it, it then says, because this section is not moderated, you are more likely to encounter sexual behavior. As with the rest of Omegle, users in this section are solely responsible for their own behavior. Well, I've just got to say something. I didn't realize it was an 18, so Tilly was on it. So she's 16. So that's uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So she's yeah. definitely not going on that again. Uh, I mean, I, what can I do? I can't police her 24-7, but... I don't think they want to go on it, but I think if there were like five girlfriends in there all having absolute hysterics because it's literally, yeah, you don't know what you're going to get. But it is 
very shocking. And the idea, she um, Holly said the other day that there, there was a gang of them and she said there were two little boys, like 12-year-old boys, and they said that a guy had tried to talk to them. Yeah. And, and Holly and the girls were just going, listen to us. We think that you should get off this site right now because it isn't for boys your age. Yeah. This isn't funny. Get off here now. Please be safe. Just Please can't. take it from us. I mean, it, I I'm amazed it's it? legal. Me too. And I can't imagine it can be legal for long, depending on what happens on it. I was just about to press something, but because we're recording through the computer, I just thought I better not. Because, and warning, oh, and oh, warning someone that it is, there are predators on there. It says a lot, right? Well, you're almost complicit in it, aren't you? Saying, yes, well, you are. here's some paedophiles. Uh, be careful. It's like, and it, if it you know there are pedophiles, if you know there are pedos on there, surely you should stop facilitating the idea for pedos. Mm. God, I mean, there's so... got to be better ways of meeting people. Yeah, I mean, there's a hidden agenda behind it, though, isn't it? I guess, which is probably this is a company with this idea of absolute freedom: do what you like, mm. but take responsibility for it. It's like. No, 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 no. <laughs> there needs to be some regulation. I just, I, I was, I, there aren't many things. I, I consider myself to be a really liberal person, but this was yeah. a step too far, even for me. It seems crazy, yeah. No mm. doubt once we finish recording this, uh, I'm going to have a proper look and just uh, okay. see what's on there. <laughs> can, we do, can we do it while we're on FaceTime? So I can yeah, see. yeah, we'll see what, what we get. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm absolutely terrified. We are over 18. Uh, yes, we just look. You know, yeah. and that's the, that's the point, is that um, it's much too easily accessible to God, kids. It's uh, terrifying. So there's, there's one other thing to talk about. First, well, first of all, this, perhaps on the subject of, of what we just discussed, um, someone had said to me, oh, I'm watching this thing called I May Destroy You. Um, that's on yeah. the iPlayer at the moment, which is a drama about consent, um, sexual consent. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, this uh, friend of ours is a very good um, judge of, of what to watch and what not to watch, I always think. Is this Andy? Yeah, yeah, uh, Andy. Um, and he says he's four episodes in, and it's really good <clears throat> and really I may destroy you. Yeah. What's it on? I think it's on the iPlayer. I think it's on the BBC iPlayer. Oh, great. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, I haven't watched it yet or anything, but he's highly recommended it. So I, what I'd probably like to do is say, I'm going to watch it between now and the next I'm going to watch it Maybe if well. anybody else could have a, have a little look through that. And we uh, can discuss. Uh, and then we can discuss that. But we, also what I like is that we know that if it's from Andy, it's good. Yes. We're going to yeah, like it. We are, yes. It's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, so uh, thank you very much. I've really enjoyed uh, tonight because yes. I've had a really terrible day and you have made my day. Oh, That's well, it. thanks very much indeed. Uh, let me very quickly just do a couple of uh, readouts here. Um, we should probably do that. God, they're so long, some of these people, some of these uh, messages, but thank you. So hope you're both okay. Just wondered if you have ever used a grounding sheet on your bed. Have you heard of a grounding sheet? I think that that might be a, something like a weighted blanket or something, or to do with um, EMF pulse. pulse yeah, it might be. Yes. Or heard about how good walking barefoot on the earth is. It's good for inflammation, sleeping problems, disease in the body. 
I have heard that. Okay. Um, the, sh the blanket grounds to the earth with a wire or something. Um, should that go on top of or underneath my electric blanket? <laughs> Jesus, God only knows. No, don't um, worry, I'm joking. I'll take it off. Um, and, oh, That's good. very interesting. That's I'm going to try that. Interesting. Um, let me have a little look. Um, so um, Pip Marsh sent us another thing, uh, the Royal Ballet Wolf Works in full, which is this Friday. As you love the music of Max Richter, you may be interested in this. It's a screening on Friday of the Royal Ballet. Um, and that's, um, yeah, the Royal Ballet Wolf Works in full. So if you Google that, um, we could have a little look at that, but that's something that's being screened on Friday. Friday night? Yes, it looks that, uh, that way. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that because mum and dad are coming down on Friday. Ah, great. Coming to see us for the first time uh, in lockdown. I did go down there for an extremely distanced um, tea a couple of weeks ago, but this is extremely exciting because uh, my dad hasn't hasn't been up here. So, oh I'm great, uh, Eileen Fotheringham. That's a hell, that's a great surname, isn't it? It's a great, Fotheringham. That's a, that's a TV show. She has sent us a picture of uh, your tubing mascara, saying the best mascara ever. Only took me thirty-five oh, yes! years to find. Yes, Eileen. Nice, yes. <laughs> Um, oh God, it's funny. People send pictures and then the pictures disappear on Instagram, don't they? So the yes. J Jessica Aikson, Aikson uh, sent something, but the books disappear and it just says the most beautiful book. <laughs> and then the picture's oh. gone. Um, so, um, oh no, it's the Charlie Mackesy book. That's what she oh. sent. Yeah, she said the most beautiful book. And yes, of course, we know the Charlie Mackesy book really well. It is absolutely brilliant. Go and follow him on, on, on Instagram. And by the I book, mean, he makes me cry almost yeah. daily. His his drawings, and it always there's always a relevance to something that's going on in our lives. Yeah, in everybody's life, he he touches something um, deep in all of us. I think he's really uh, amazing. Emma Jane, hi, Davina and Michael. I'm loving the podcast, and I've, I've been influenced to watch, listen, and purchase some of the things that you suggest. I love the mix of topics and products. It's really refreshing. I just have one small ask. Please, can you refrain from eating and chewing things while recording, Michael? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm very much enjoying it. Um, and then I said, haha, yeah, sorry. Div is always telling me off for eating when recording. I will try and stop. And she says, thanks. My partner does it too, even more so over FaceTime and lockdown. Um, oh, yeah, I hate they've, that. They've been apart for three months now. Um, oh, no. So, yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? Um, but she loves the podcast. So thanks, Emma. And yes, I have stopped eating. Um, and then one of the ones, oh, uh, recommendation of the night of that was on Sky a few years ago. I don't know if you saw the night of or not with Riz Ahmed, but it's a yes. really good kind of six, seven part drama thing. 8.5 on IMDb. Catherine Forbes, thank you very much for reminding me of this. I have seen it. It is brilliant. If anyone's yes. to watch. Really, really good. That is well worth a watch. And then finally from Claire Staunton. Hello, both. I've never felt. Oh, I've never left a review, but I wanted to say your podcast is brilliant. Oh, that's great. Uh, gets me through having to do my own ironing through lockdown. Uh, I listen with a notebook next to me, which ends up uh, costly. I've purchased a new cheese grater, collagen powder, uh, <laughs> mascara. Uh, I've, I'm hooked onto the Megan B handbags. Great. Love it. Thanks very much. Indeed. Oh, I love oh, it. Thanks, uh, Claire Staunton, that is. Thank you very much. Indeed. Um, 
I, we, I always try and read all the messages before I go to bed at night and anyone's to shout uh, out, I drop into the general folder. So um, please keep sending messages of anything you like or dislike, or if you'd like us to review something, we will try our very best to get through it. But we go through phases, I think, of having like a million things to talk about and then really struggling some weeks, don't we? So please send in. Um, I, I, almost every week I, I think I'm going to struggle. Yeah. And then I just, I just think... You know, yeah. in our lives, we do we use so many little things. We have so many shortcuts, brilliant shortcuts that we just always forget to tell people. Yeah. It is funny how you think you you don't have anything useful to say, and, and uh, then all of a sudden you just. Uh, and I've got one massive review uh, to do, but I'm going to save it that for next week. I've, I mean, I've got I've got two or three for next yeah. week's. Great. Oh, great, great. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. We're very grateful. Thank and we, you. And we really, we really, really are. Yeah. And if anybody wants to sponsor us ever, you know, <laughs> yeah, do get in touch. But in the meantime, we're very happy doing it for free because we, yeah, totally. we love it's it. Fun. Fun. We really love it. Okay. Um, Michael, you're brilliant. Thank what? you for being my um, friend tonight. It's a total um, pleasure. Bye. Take care. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.